0: I um done a little bit of thinking as I always do and um figure this one's worth sharing with the room. Um, as we grow up, and I think in some respect we've covered this obviously, but um it just came to my the forefront of my mind and I want to talk about it, um we're we're told all these things that are really not obviously, they're not necessarily true, but um in a lot of cases it's when you really think about it, it makes no sense like the one thing I was really thinking about today is as i grew- as I grew up i mean I can only speak from my own experience, it seemed like all the adults in my world had a consensual agreement to tell me that any time I took a shortcut, I'd get penalized for it. In that sense, there's no such thing as a shortcut. Yeah. And, and, um, I don't know. It just seems to me like, first of all, obviously, you know, there's no such thing as them making such any sort of obvious statement, but the, The fact that it seems like there are just a whole lot of short, you know, as I got older, I realized, you know, screw it. And I started, you know, taking all kinds of shortcuts. As a matter of fact, I remember when I was like six or seven years old, one of them was, you know, how um, if you have a pair of sneakers, you can tie the shoelaces or you can just leave them tied and sort of squeeze your foot in there. Yeah. Yeah, I always I always like to squeeze my foot right in there. I hated undoing the laces and yeah, and, um, and I remember <laughs> I was told by m- my mom would always tell me not to do that because I'll ruin the shoe. And, <laughs> so uh, what? Who the hell cares? <laughs> no, exactly. But it's <laughs> like it, yeah. it, it, it's like from a Even young that's age. not true. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just all but, part but of it that programming. Us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. um, Yeah, when you start questioning what the adults are saying and and actually thinking about what they're saying, well, I came to the same decision. Basically, I just, and I haven't changed my mind, I think mostly adults are just full of shit. They say all sorts of crap that just doesn't make any sense at all. You know? And I still feel that way about adults. (laughs) Yeah. And I... But it, but it wasn't like at the time it wasn't like anybody was telling me it's okay to disagree with them. Yeah. No, of course Just not. Just the whole They're idea. Not tell the you to yeah, no, you, yeah. Not okay to disagree. You know, that's one of the the big rules. Is it's not okay to disagree. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like even taboo to mention the concept of disagreeing. Yeah. Forget about whether you're allowed to or not
1: that's yeah, if you actually yeah.
0: get to the point where you try to disagree. Yeah, then they tell you that you can't. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's acceptable. Um, and it just it just another thing that um I was thinking about was um how and we talked about this how it's actually, you know, for some people and and you claim to be one of them. Um it's it's you find it a lot more comfortable to to read a book very slowly and to to sometimes read it twice or three oh, times yeah I just, oh yeah, not, I' used to feel really uh, inferior because it would take me so long to read a book. Everyone else would read a book you know in whatever time, and I'd you know be struggling through it, you know. But I finally figured out that I was actually getting way more out of the books I was reading than the people who were getting through them very quick. They read through them, and they went through another one and another one, and none, none of it seemed to have any impact on them.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and I remember there was one, at one point my mom um, wanted me to take a speed reading course because I was just yeah. so struggling terribly in yeah. class yeah. because I'd be – I mean, we we'd be. I mean, it was ridiculous. They'd sometimes they'd give us like two weeks to read an entire book, write papers on it. You know, yeah. Just uh, it was just so frustrating going through school because yeah. there was always way too much content. The only way you could actually get through the content was to bullshit because there just wasn't enough time to relax, well, good... stare at the ceiling, you know <laughs> yeah yeah to think and to absorb and yeah yeah it's crazy. Yeah, and, I just, and, and, and what happens? You, know, you, you get nothing thing. out of it, rather than get some of it. You know, you just end up getting nothing. Well, you get what you get. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I got some stuff, I guess. You know, but but yeah, I always felt the same way. Yeah, well, I think the whole school system is just ridiculous. You know? I mean, it just seems plausible to me that if you if you read one book in the same time, you read three books. At the very least, you're going to get as much information out of the one book you read than the person who reads three books, he's only, at best, going to get a third of the content you got out of one book. Well, no, there are some people who are real geniuses, you know, who can do that stuff, you know? I mean, no, there are people who can do it. I I don't have any question about that. You know, just like there are people who are absolutely great scientists or thinkers and manage to be married and have kids and and can balance... uh, These two kinds of lives, I mean, I just don't have the intelligence or the energy to do all that, you know, I I can barely do what I do. And, uh, you know, the idea of being married and responsible for a family and working 40 hours a week, you know, I mean, fuck that, you know, I'm just not, I just don't have what it takes to do that, you know. Yeah. But some people, and you're, and you're content with, yeah. Well, it doesn't mean whether I'm content with it or not. It's just the truth, you know. Well, no, but some people that, that are, you know, there's obviously other people out there like you, but some of them say, screw it, I'm going to try to do it anyways, even though they know they can in the back of their head. Yeah, without driving themselves out of their mind. Maybe they can. Maybe I could have. You know, who knows? I don't know. Like I say, I know that there are <laughs> people who who are capable of doing stuff that I'm not capable of doing, and you know, and that's just. I mean, it would be nice if I was capable of doing more than I am, but I don't think I am. You know, so uh, I just decided to do what I want to do, and the hell with the rest of it. You know? When um, when you watch um, movies on your computer, do you like to pause it, rewind scenes a lot, things like that?
1: Uh, Are you able to get movies
0: off. on one play? Uh, usually, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll re- if it's got special effects or you know or something that I want to see again. I mean, I do rewind things once in a while. I catch something that I. Or I think I miss something and I go back, you know. But usually, I you know. Oh, Because I find, like, when I go to the movie theater where I have no control, it's tricky to get, because I'm so used to watching movies at my leisure and being able to pause them yeah. and alignment, And yeah. I miss a lot when I go to a movie theater. Yeah, yeah. So I just Well, it depends don't on the like kind of, of movie, movie too. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Well, it depends on the kind of movie, too. I mean, some movies with really tricky plots and really subtle clues and shit. Well, you, some movies you have to see several times just to figure out what the hell happened. You
1: know? Yeah. I usually In other movies never get transparent. that
0: transparent.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm usually really slow to get things. And, like, when people tell jokes, sometimes I... Everybody's laughing, and then thirty seconds later, I get it, and I start laughing. <laughs> yeah, and I always well, feel so stupid. Well, you are. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. You know? I mean you're just as stupid as you are. You're brain damaged. So am I. I get. Yeah, I'm good at some stuff and not very good at other things, and uh, you know, and that's just the way it is. You know, it's, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> The important thing, I think, is not to to feel like you need to pretend that you're something you're not. You know, that's the problem is when you start laughing because everybody else is laughing, you know, uh, even though you don't get it, you know, that's when you're in trouble. (laughs) yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah I, you know I have a hard time with that, but but I think that um I think that I'm really aware of of the importance of that, and generally like I, I'm the kind of person that wouldn't laugh you know, when everyone else laughs sometimes I'll laugh because I'm laughing at them laughing, but that yeah different. or you're just laughing yeah yeah there's a whole bunch yeah sure yeah yeah and and sometimes you know and it's perfectly okay to say you know just shit I don't get it you know explain it to me you know yeah there was a there was a guy when i yeah i never i'll never forget when i was like 12 or 13 there was this guy who who came into our class and he said he gave a little speech and then he said the most important question to be able to ask is i don't understand can you explain yeah. that or yeah, but that, and I remember that one person. I have no idea what he talked about or anything, but I do remember, <laughs> remember, that, remember that moment that when line. that guy said <laughs> yeah. that.
1: Yeah. It was
0: so rare in my childhood that somebody would tell me something yeah. along anything along the lines of what we're talking about here. Yeah. So when it did happen, it stood out. Yeah. Yeah. And there were certainly a few a few citizens that, I guess I could call agents of my evolution. Yeah. <laughs> oh sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that one guy, that's one. Yeah, anything that sparks a little awakening, you know, is is a precious thing, man. Yeah. yeah, they were there, but I feel like um I feel like I can at least be that voice for somebody. I mean, that's where well, I think line. all you that, can that, do is just I, tell the yeah. truth for yourself. You know, if somebody, if it's valuable to someone else, great. I think if you're looking, well, I don't know. I guess I'm here looking for people to impress. Well,
1: don't worry. You
0: seem like concerned that everything I'm gonna, everything you say, has to be exactly the way you think about no, it. No, I'm not talking just about. Just feel no, free to say about about. that. Yeah. Well, I do. Yeah, I'm just saying the same to you is that is that um, if, you know, the desire to be useful, well, you know, I mean, that's a good thing, actually, I think, the desire to be of some value to other people so that your life actually makes a, a positive difference for somebody else. I think that's maybe all that's really interesting and fun in life, you know. So it's just that that can be a trap, too, you know. But it can. I mean, pretty- it can also help me, can it? Oh, I guess so. I guess that's up to you. Yeah. I, I, I'm just thinking. There, at least for me, I, I've been aware of the fact that my ego is involved in uh, in how other people perceive me. I've always. Well, how can I say it? Yeah, hey, that's a trap, you know. I mean, to think that, for me to think that what I think is important enough to be of use to other people, I mean, there's something noble in that, but there's also ego involved in that, you know, and uh, and knowing knowing you know what is driving me in in a particular instance. I mean, I'm getting a little better at that now, but I mean, I think that was one of the things that hampered me for a long time is my desire to. Uh, to make a difference was more than more than now motivated by ego you know i mean i wanted people to see me as really having my shit together and somebody who was worth listening to you know so you think the amount of um ego involved with your actions is Voluntary. In essence, you can control that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. If I, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't think about it much at this point. You know. I mean, I, basically, I just know what I want to do, and I'm not really too much concerned whether it's ego or not at this point. I just want to do what I want to do, and I'm not yeah. really. Concerned with what you know, I'm sure the ego is certainly involved in it. I mean, I mean, everybody wants other people to like them and think they're cool, <laughs> you know. But if, I think if you recognize it, then that can help you. Yeah, yeah, that's the. I think Some that's way. the main thing is that if, as long as you are at least attempting to uh, to be honest with yourself and and not be unconscious about everything, then that's probably the best you can do is to just strive for that. You know, I don't think I'm there all the time or, you know, I don't know how much, but, I mean, I'm aware of it. So, you know, that's, I can live with that. Yeah. I mean, even (laughs) when my ego is running away with it, uh, I'm aware of it, and sometimes I can just play with that and just let it go. I mean, realizing I'll probably end up with egg all over my face, but it, that's okay too, you know. But I feel like in some way, um, I I I think I've got exactly what you're hitting on. But I think, in, and I don't I, like you said, this might be completely irrelevant, anyways. But I feel like the idea of, of being willing to not care about your ego is in itself ego-driven. The ego yeah, to I not can. have – there's sure. like an ego to not have ego. Yeah, oh, yeah, you know, and yeah. yeah. The yeah. whole dog, dog yeah, chasing man. his own yeah. tail like this. Yeah, I don't have an ego, man. Hell no, man. <laughs> not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way too involved to have an ego involved in, in all this. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well oh, that's the big game in the in the spiritual movement. I mean that's the whole you know, I mean that's the big farce about seeking enlightenment. You know. I mean <laughs> the, the whole idea of looking for enlightenment is self defeating on the face. Well, why the hell would anybody want enlightenment? Simply so they can be happier. <laughs> you know, they think that you know, I mean the the whole thing is ridiculous. It's just yeah. self defeating. It's like an advertisement. I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: especially when you're like you know sitting on a in a park meditating, you know, with all kinds of people around. And, I don't know. Well, yeah, again, <laughs> it really gotta, depends on the individual. You know, I mean, you, I can see yeah. one person doing it and be it's perfectly. I, I remember there was a girl I knew long time ago this is probably 30 years ago who was really into yoga and and when she was by herself and and with friends and stuff i mean practically everything she did was a yo i mean she couldn't just reach down to the floor and pick up something you know i mean if she was going to reach down to the floor well it, it became a yoga move you know she, you know, and everything she did, if she, was, if she was cooking and she had to reach to pick something up, well, I mean, she'd do it in such a way that it was a fucking yoga move. And I was sort of offended by that at the time. But now when I look back at her, I think—I don't think she was doing it for any reason other than she was, I mean, she was sort of weird anyway. You know, I'm... But at the time, because I was totally ego-driven, I assumed that anyone else that acted that way probably was doing it for ego reasons also because that was my interpretation of it because that's why I would do stuff like that. But when I look back on it now, I don't think that was what... I think she was just like one of those people who just is in her own world, you know, and just didn't give a shit what people thought, you know. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah, I guess you know you can never tell, um, but we certainly make un, you know subconscious assumptions.
1: Like well, if I see some dude walking down the
0: street, you know, um, you know, in a sort of a really cool fashion, I assume he's just doing it because he wants to look cool, mean, not because cool. that's the way yeah. he prefers yeah. to walk. <laughs> and you're probably right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, that's the whole thing. I mean, you, you really can't. I mean, you can, and we do judge people all the time. I, I had a guy in, a, in one of my last Skype casts who just hated me. He apparently heard a couple of my Skype casts, and he just went off on me in such a vicious way, and and it was really interesting because I mean, I didn't I actually, I didn't even respond really but the whole idea that we interpret other other people's motivation I mean we see what other people do and then we ask ourselves why why would they act that way? And then they look at their own mind and say, Well if I was acting like that way I'd be doing it because of how I feel, you know, whatever it is. And then they project their own thing on the the other person. And that's what this guy was clearly doing to me. He, I, I had said a few things, and he figured out what it would take for him to say those things, and then assumed that that's exactly what would motivate me to say those things—the same things that motivate him. And he projected his motivations onto me. There's no way I could—I mean, he was—you know—he was, wasn't in a listening mood, so. There wasn't any point in trying to explain anything to him. But, I mean, that's pretty much it, is that we when you see someone you don't like, it's because they're doing something, usually, that we're busy repressing in ourselves, or they're even flaunting it. That's usually what it is. Is that When I see someone I really don't like, then there's some part of myself that I don't like that they are just, like, really at home with or reveling in and flaunting it, and that's what pisses me off. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Otherwise, it doesn't make any difference. Why the hell would I get – I don't get pissed. I mean, very few people actually piss me off. I mean, some do. That guy, Freedom is America, that was doing all those guys. That guy pisses me off. And and I'm not quite sure what it is about myself that he is flaunting. Probably it's his, he's so sure he's right. (laughs) Because I'm pretty sure I'm right, too. (laughs) That's probably (laughs) it. (laughs) Well, do you think he's right? No, I think he's an idiot. Oh, okay. I think, but he he probably doesn't think you're an idiot. Oh, he doesn't even know who I am. Oh, good. I mean, I, I've never <laughs> even talked to him. I've just been in his room a couple times. Yeah. He has no idea who I am. But, um, you yeah, know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've yeah, his, his say he's that. an idiot. No, he's a guy who's committed to uh, the Caterpillar. That's all. I mean, he's he, he's into America, into nation states, and everything is America this, America that, America's the greatest country in the world, and uh, we're in Iraq for a noble purpose, and uh, we're going to bring democracy to the world, and America is is the greatest thing that ever happened, you know, and he's got all the facts, I mean, the guy's not stupid, I mean, he's well-read, You know, uh, he he brings up lots of facts about treaties here and there, and he knows all sorts of shit, you know. There's no point arguing with him. I mean, I'm not going to argue facts with the guy. That's not the issue, you know. (laughs) Yeah. That's interesting. I know, yeah. I can relate to that completely. You know, it's it, actually, there are certain instances where I'm aware that people may perceive me as doing something simply for ego's sake, mm-hmm. and so I won't do it. Like, I generally won't. I have a new cell phone, which is really nice, and I caught myself not um, pulling it out. I had, a, I was about to take it out in the security line at the airport, and I decided to keep it in my pocket because mm-hmm. there were... Few people around that I was interested in the way they observed me, and I figured if I pulled that out, I don't know. It just it it wouldn't have been ego driven because I actually wanted to kind of use it. I kind yeah. of wanted to use, it. but I kept it in my pocket, and I don't I don't know what to make of that. But um. I, I guess there certainly are some instances where, but maybe that's the but that's ego in itself is not wanting to be perceived as ego driven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I can say I think I think you're in a really great sort of learning phase, you know, and and the fact that you're just paying attention to all this stuff and noticing it, I don't think you have to worry about coming to any final conclusions about any of this stuff right now, you know. Just yeah. observing yourself in the process of observing yourself, you know, <laughs> and noticing yeah. what you're it's noticing, great way it's it get. you know, is, is a great place to be. And and it, like I say, I suspect you're going to be in a place sort of like this for at least five to ten years until you've sort of run that that thing into the ground, and you're ready for the next, you know. But I, I don't think there are any shortcuts through this stuff. I mean, maybe. Well, no, that's not the right way to put it. But I mean, you just have to proceed in a way that seems to make sense to you, realizing that there are multiple transformations ahead, you know. And um, but that you know, none of us really know much about this stuff. Again, we're back to electricity in the year eighteen hundred. We simply. <laughs> live at a time when we don't have the language or the technology to really understand any of this stuff very well yet. And that's what we're doing is trying to figure it out. So you just keep on keeping on and take notes (laughs) (laughs) and try to share it when you, when you have insights about this stuff, you know, and then like I say, you know, one day, six months from now, or three years from now, or tomorrow, or, Whatever, you know, you have. sometimes you have really big insights and sometimes you have experiences that you can't even formulate in language at all, you know. But you know something's happening.
1: Yeah. It's cool. It's so cool. Uh,
0: you know, I guess I, I remember you saying that the the people that you talk to, because there was no Gendo way of language talk cast around when you were my age or whenever you were whatever doing what you are doing. Yeah. Besides books, um, what other methods did you find um, helped you sort of um, vent or process or, Well, I, so, I mean, just, just sitting F- in a room a and thinking, you know. Yeah. No, books were you the only primary do so thing. so much. But there were seminars. There were lots of seminars. I told you about EST and Life Spring and those kinds of things. There were these very intense seminars. And EST is still around. It's called Landmark Education now. But they- that would be an interesting thing for you to try, something like that. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, um, those were very helpful to me. I mean, yeah, I'd say that's... And and I was in. Uh, I was pretty social back then. I mean, uh, there was a. I got in with. There was a group. Actually, this is something I may start up on, here again. Uh, there was a group that used to meet in Santa Monica called Koto. Did I tell you about that? No. This is back in the, I guess the early eighties. I'm really not sure. Maybe the late seventies. I don't know. But. Um, well, first of all, there's a thing called there was a thing back then called Erhard Seminar Seminar Training ESTS mm-hmm. by a guy named uh, Werner Erhard, and it, at the time it was seen sort of as a kind of cult, you know, and the re- and of course anything that actually works, you know that that. When people come out of the seminar and their lives are changed and they 're obnoxious to their friends and everything, well, then their friends are all pissed off, and they call it a cult a cult you know if you go to church every day and and it doesn 't make one bit of difference to your life and you go get drunk every weekend and beat up people, but go to church on sunday well that 's religion you know but if if you go to if you join a religion and you change your life, well then that 's a cult so uh anyway, est had a kind of uh, cultish status because the people that came out of the seminar basically were really obnoxious. <laughs> they wanted everybody to know how great the S training was and everything. And anyway, so I did the training and um, it was interesting. But I, by that time, I, I was already sort of in another dimension anyway. So, but the point is, is that there were a lot of people. I mean. Tens of thousands of people did that training over several years around the world. And in L.A., there were thousands of people. Probably, I don't know how many. I think, anyway, thousands of people, and a lot of them worked at some of the biggest companies in uh, in L.A. I mean, uh, there were commanders in the L.A.P.D., uh, the secretary to the chairman of Arco. Was a graduate, and lots of people like this. And they started, and a guy named John Vasconcelos, who was uh, a commander in the LAPD, and this lady who was the secretary to the chairman of ARCO, and a couple other people got together and created this organization called COTO, which was the Committee on Transforming Organizations. And basically, the idea was to. try and get the S training into other corporations for as many of the employees as they could. So these people started meeting uh, with that intention and they started inviting other people. And I don't know how I found out about it, but anyway, I found out about the meetings and I started, and when I started going, there were maybe 15 people showing up at these meetings. They were every two weeks and they, and the format was real simple. People would come into the meeting and they'd, Sit around. We had a big circular table, and people sat around the table. And one at a time, people would stand up and say what they had to say. They'd say, you know, introduce themselves, say what where they worked, what they did, what what they had to offer, what help they needed. They could say anything they wanted, basically. And then after the meeting, we'd all go to this restaurant and uh, and just talk, you know, and see who was interesting. And anyway, uh, it started off small, but after about six months, it started to catch on and there would be like a hundred people show up to these meetings mm. and and it was really awesome. It started at 7.30 and anyway, we had, so we would set up these tables in a great big huge circle in this great big room at the S Center in Santa Monica and some of the most amazing people in the world just show up at these meetings and, and they just go around the table, you know, just and everyone would be taking notes. You know, they'd look at someone who, and they'd listen to everything. Every Basically, people had one minute to say whatever they wanted to say. And then the next one would stand up. And then the next one and the next one. And they'd go around the table. And then after everybody had their say, we'd put the tables up and go over to this restaurant. And then you, that's when you'd hook up. Afterwards, you'd hook up with whoever you thought was interesting, you know all sorts of amazing projects uh, between like the police and the gangs in LA came out of that. And uh, there was just a million really interesting things that, that showed up out of that. And I was involved in that for about two years. So, you know, I'm not sure what, that's the answer to something you said, but I have no idea what it's the answer to. I'm just wondering, you know, in, in your process what sort of things oh yeah okay well that, that yeah. was one of the things that, that was really influential on me for about two or three years is uh, the relationships and the people that i met in koto it was uh in fact i just got a phone call a couple of days ago from one of the the ladies that i met there named jenny who i've kept friends with for years but i lost track with her a couple of years ago and i just got a phone call a couple of days ago from her she's up in San Francisco she used to be uh, with a thing called uh, the urban forestry she was involved in this big project for you know, planting trees in the cities and she worked for that organization it was called California Relief R-E-L-E-A-F <laughs> and uh, <laughs> you know it's, but I met <laughs> a, a lot of really amazing people Um you know, in that, and, and a lot of really interesting projects came out of that. And those were, almost all those people were EST graduates. I mean, I mean that, well, that was the thing that was interesting, is that after a while it caught on, and it went completely past EST. I mean, probably three-quarters of the people had not done the training, and, uh, and it didn't really make any difference at that point. It was just, it outgrew its original intent, you know. And then it died. Uh, the S people wanted their room back because they had a hundred people showing <laughs> up there every other Wednesday night, and most of them weren't S graduates, didn't give a shit about S, so S threw, threw us out, and we got a bank building got, that got, gave us a room, and it, but it just changed, you know, changing the venue changed everything. It died about within a month after moving to a new location. wow so that's Which is not, fine. that doesn't exist. Well, no. Well, actually, I've been thinking of reconstituting it here, you know, in, in uh, Talk Show. I mean, this is the ideal venue for something like that, you know. Give oh, you know, people yeah, one that's minute. Cool. You know, that's it. They get one minute. I'll be the timekeeper. At the end of the minute, their mic goes off mid sentence, <laughs> you know, and then go on to the next one. Yeah only the problem yeah. is, well, not a problem the, the 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 thing that well, I could probably do it with Skype in conjunction with Skype, maybe or something because the the really important well i mean it was, it was really important that the kodo meetings were in two parts the first part was everybody had a minute to say anything they wanted, but the second part was the restaurant afterwards you know because if you heard two or three people out of that hundred that said something that really blew me away. Well, and afterwards, those are the people I went immediately to hook up with, you know. And so that was, I mean, either part by itself is not enough. You know, you got to have the ability to hook up afterwards. But people can do Well, there's a way to another. do it. Oh, yeah, it's just... Uh, it That's really fine-tuning. I went to the restaurant hang out. You know, I mean, it was just fun to do it that way. You know, everyone's there in the restaurant and... You know, talking and you know, drinking and eating and It was great. It was a great time. Oh, that sounds great. God, I'd love. I, you know, yeah. I guess in some ways there are things like, you know, every so often there was something. Growing up, maybe not on that scale, but it just had that sort of. Oh, yeah. trans-human vibe. I wasn't aware of it at the time, but I knew I liked what was going on at that yeah. moment. <laughs> um, when, when you know, when there are some classes growing up and some teachers did it right, where they make everybody sort of engage in little circle discussions and stuff like oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah, there were some instances what? where that could, was really cool, and I didn't know why it was cool. Like, now it makes more sense. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, I'd be really, you know, if you ever get around to it, uh, S training is now called Landmark Education. You can Google them. They're around. They have an office in uh, Newport Beach. They still put on seminars. Um, I don't know what it's like now because it was 20 years ago when I did it. But, uh, I mean, I would highly recommend. I mean, I, I assume it's still pretty fucking good. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what it was like. Okay, the the training itself. Uh, there were about 250 people in the room. It, it was two weekends. Uh, Friday night, Saturday and Sunday for two weekends. And when I and they were long days, starting at eight in the morning on Saturday, going to midnight or two in the morning. Oh baby. Eight <laughs> o'clock again the next morning to ten o'clock at night or something. I mean, these were super intense in-your-face shit for two weekends. I mean, people broke down. I mean, a couple people got carried out on stretchers <laughs> and during the training. I, was, <laughs> Jeez. You know, I mean, it was intense shit. And, there, and it was awesome to watch the train. The trainers were truly remarkable people. Imagine one guy in front of a room of 250 people who want to kill him, and he's able to, you know, overpower a room full of 250 people, one guy, stand up to people who are so fucking angry their veins are popping out of their heads. They're ready to kill him. And uh, it, it's amazing. Those trainers. That was one of the really limiting factors on the whole S training is that uh, not anybody, not everybody can, uh, had what it took uh, to be a the trainer. Physical manager. Well, not just that. I mean, just the ability to be so sure of what you're doing that... You know that you couldn't be sidetracked, or you know, I mean, it, 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 they were really a group of amazing people. I gotta, I gotta say, but that was always the limiting factor. And S is getting qualified trainers. I mean, cause they, not many people are capable of doing that. You know, um, but I'll I tell you, at the end of the second weekend, if you imagine, imagine uh, the World Series in the seventh game, and it's a tie. You know, three games each, and it's in the 10th inning, and they're tied, you know, and your team is behind by three runs, and bases are loaded, and somebody hits a grand slam home run. Imagine that kind of energy at Dodger Stadium in that situation and put all of that energy into a room with 250 people in a hotel. That's, mm. what, that's what the graduation at the end of the seminar was like. I mean, it was wow. uh, quite uh, quite something to behold, I'll tell you. And that's why people okay, came now. out of their training. Let me write this down before I forget. I need you to repeat what you said it's called nowadays. Landmark education, I believe. Okay. Actually, I'm not really sure. You might just hold on. Okay, well, if I can't find it, I'll ask you. But at least I've got yeah. it written down. Well, here. actually, I'm kind of interested. Uh, actually, I'm at uh, Wikipedia right now. I'm going to see what they say about it. Oh, okay. Okay, well that uh, that didn't work. Okay. Do they even have? Yeah, they got a, they got a. uh, Yeah, all right. It's just so much. There's so much sludge you have to go through, for any sort of physical meetup on this level which is why this is so much easier. This looks like a pretty good, uh, this Wikipedia article on landmark education looks pretty good. I mean, I'm just sort of scoping it very uh, superficially, but.
1: uh, Okay, well, uh,
0: I'll have a look at it. That, that, That sounds exciting. (laughs) <laughs> it is. I mean, I, like I say, I don't. I have no idea what it's like now. I'm sure it's not as intense now as it was when they were doing it in the 70s and 80s. But the world's changed since then. That's it. The, you know, I mean, that was what it took back then. But people aren't nearly as unconscious these days as they used to be. So, I mean, I'm sure it's changed. I, I know it's not the long hours, and I think it's only one weekend now. I, I don't know. But, you know, you go to their website and see what it's about. It's probably pretty expensive, though. Yeah, that's another thing that ran through my head. But um, I don't mind paying for your, things. If they're if uh, their quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, that's a nice yeah, that's thing not, about that's having a little that of
0: idea? That's the whole, uh, whole issue, too, about... Um, Actually, being the creator of your own, rather than going to a, you know, to the public school system and having them educate you when you go out and start finding educational experiences yourself and paying for them, it's a whole different attitude towards education, you know. Yeah, and, and there's lots of, I mean, you know, Dale Carnegie. I mean, they're still doing stuff, you know, good good trainings, time management stuff. I've done a lot of or not a lot, but I've done several time management seminars. I can't believe that they don't teach that shit in grammar school. Setting goals, you know, writing them down, deciding, you know, prioritizing them, figuring out what the hell you want to do and how, you know, and making sure that you do something every day that moves those things forward or if you're not going to at least be conscious that you're not doing that, you know. I mean, most yeah. people get up in the morning and whatever presents itself to them, they they just take whatever comes their way because they don't have any clear objectives. And if with no objectives, then, you know, the first person that calls them and suggests something, well, that's what they're going to do, you know. And you can, they can go through their whole life just responding every day spontaneously to whatever happens to present itself to them and there's nothing wrong with that I lived like that for years but uh, and and I learned a lot of stuff in that but if if you actually want to do something then (laughs) you have to know what the fuck you want to (laughs) do you know and you have to start thinking about what (laughs) kinds of things will bring that about and and what's going to take what it's going to take to realize it that means what am I going to do today you know, I get up, I got a day in front of me, what am I going to do? Is what I'm going to do actually going to further my objectives or not, you know? <laughs> I mean, it's just basic stuff about time but management. You've got to have objectives. You know, and I, I didn't learn that until I was in my 30s, you know? I, went, I had to go pay some guy. Alan Lakin was the guy I did. Uh, he, he did seminars on time management. I mean, that was, you know... Mind boggling stuff, you know, but again, it's stuff that should be in every grammar school, you know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, well, the internet's starting to save me at least a lot of money, <laughs> yeah, because I probably would be the person who'd be spending money on that kind of shit if I didn't have something like this, I, you know. Yeah, well, I, I don't think you have to make it either or. I can I, say, I think, I, like I I'm just sort of curious, yeah. I, I'd be. You know what landmark is like. I have I don't know anybody that's done the train for years now, so I have no idea. You know what it's like now. I guess I'm just sort of biased with the internet. Any any sort of informational content, no matter how powerful it is, I'm very hesitant to take my wallet out. But if, oh yeah. If I was too. really convinced about it was something, I definitely would do it. Yeah. Well, but, um, yeah, and I will tell you, I don't know how they are <laughs> now, but uh, their their sales techniques were a little obnoxious before. Um, you know, I mean, I say I I didn't become what other people would call or what I called S holes, <laughs> you know, uh, because I most of the people that had been in the S training that was their first so-called awakening. I mean, that kind of energy getting liberated. On a Sunday night in a hotel room is uh, a miracle in a lot of ways, and that was the first time most of those people had ever experienced that. So therefore, they become imprinted on EST, and they become est holes, and they, you know, they they want to get all their friends to do it, and they're obnoxious as hell about it. And uh, but I'd already been through several of those kinds of experiences, so you know, I wasn't really attached to the S training. You know, because uh, I mean, I already I already had those experiences in other settings, and this was one more, and it was cool, and it was good to. What was was good for me to see was that it was reproducible. That that I mean, they could reliably take 250 people, and, and out of 250 people, I'd say 220 of them probably had this experience. Okay, I mean, there were always something including to do. you. Uh, well, I don't know. It's a little hard to explain my experience because I got high. I mean, there's a contact high. When you're around people that are that high, it's kind of hard not to be high yourself, you know. Uh, so, but I'm, like I say, I'd already had experiences like that. So it wasn't it wasn't quite such an earth-shaking thing to me. But, um, you know, but How it was did you find like out about what, what this did, shit. Oh, just because I knew people. You know, I mean, somebody told me about it. Actually, I got a scholarship. I didn't actually have to pay for it. Oh. (laughs) You know, so I don't know if I would have gone if I had had to pay for it. But the main thing was that what I could see is that in two weekends, a group of people, I mean, it probably took, you know, I mean, there were, sometimes two trainer. I mean, there there's all usually just one major trainer in the room, but he had a lot of support. There may have been 20 or 30 people in the back of the room, do you know, handling mics or, you know, just, just keeping the place running. You know, there's lots of stuff that needs to go in a big seminar with 250 people, you know. So, yeah. I mean, it was all focused through the main guy in the front, but, I mean, there were a lot of people involved in it. But anyway, to see... That through just by leading people through a series of uh, processes that in two weekends you could lead them to an experience that uh that most of them would say, I'm sure that two hundred and thirty out of the two hundred and fifty people would say is probably the most important event they ever experienced Wow, you know Sounds so mean that to be true <laughs> that, that was encouraging, like I say, to realize that the problem of course is that is that uh, by Monday morning, it's just a memory, (laughs) you know, and then they become s They remember how good they felt Sunday night and what an awesome thing that was. And, uh, you know, but now they're operating out of memory, (laughs) you know. So, I mean, it's complex the, the way the whole thing works. But, I mean, like I say, I was really encouraged to see that, That they were able to produce those kind of results so consistently, you know. I mean, that was pretty impressive. I mean, I understand one of the processes, and I was always shocked. Like I said, because I'd already been through some of this stuff, so I, I mean, there wasn't much in the seminar that that pushed my buttons, you know. I mean, there were a couple things that did, but not much. And, and I remember one of the processes: they'd take one row of seats, okay, and have them come up and stand in the stage. There was a, a little stage, not a high stage, just a. But they, there'd be a. You'd have maybe forty people standing on the stage in front of the other two hundred, okay. And your job uh, was, I mean, they took every row, and all they did is just have you stand there, and they told you to not have an attitude. Don't smile, don't not smile, don't take a stance. Just stand there and shut up. Just stand there and let people look at you. And then they had the people in the seminar, you know, know, the people in the back, they'd have like 10 of them come up, and they'd walk up and down in front of the people and just stare at them, just look at them. That's all they did, just look at them. And they told people, don't look at people, just look straight ahead, just stand there, don't do anything. You know, That's all you have to do, just stand there in front of the room and don't do anything. I mean, it doesn't get much simpler than that. But I'm telling you, out of forty, out of every row of 40 people, there were at least three or four people that burst out into tears. And, and some of them would collapse, some, a couple of people fainted. Uh, other people just fucking collapsed, you know other people just you know burst into tears, just standing there while people were looking at it so what 's interesting is like I say what you're seeing what's these other that? people well, because people are so fucked up thats what they fucked up. You know, but that's what's so interesting is to see this in other people. People who look, oh, that another thing they did too. Uh, on the first night, uh, they went around with Polaroid cameras and took pictures of all sorts of people. They just went in, you know, around to the people in there and, and took portraits of them. You know, and on the last night, they did the same thing and they went back. You know, to some basically what they did is they picked all the ugliest people they could find <laughs> and took pictures yeah. of them. And on the last night, they took other pictures of them, and it, and it was amazing to see the difference. You know, I mean, so <laughs> much of our facial, of what we look like, is not really what we look like. It's, it's, it's the, the muscular contractions that we have taken on as ourselves. You know, I mean, the, fa- the face, the way the face looks, uh to, it, to a large extent, it has to do with how much tension there is in the muscles and what kind of tension and how they're creating wrinkles and all sorts of stuff, you know. And and you could see in a lot of people, I mean, they showed these photographs and it was just amazing, you know, mm. to see the difference in two weeks. And I mean, some of them looked almost like different people, you know. It, it was amazing. mm. Wow. And other times there would be people sitting in the audience and they'd, they'd just stand up and start yelling about something or other They they couldn't take it anymore, <laughs> you know. But what happens is when this happens over and over again, you begin to see how robotic everybody is, you know. And when you see how robotic everybody else is, think, you begin to get that you're the same way, <laughs> you know. People... Um Wow, we love watching other people in uncomfortable situations. It gives us like a rush. Well, it's just um, it, it's really interesting. That's all I can say. <laughs> you know? Well, you know, like there's certain once in a while on TV somebody breaks down in the interview or something like that, and yeah, uh, people. I mean, that's just really dramatic. That makes like the most dramatic television. Oh sure. Um, so oh wow, that just sounds so exciting, <laughs> you know. Because then you know it's you can't really act that, you know. Um, oh, good actors can. You bet they can. Yeah. You know. but yeah. But the people I mean, who can act, it's an act yeah. anyway. Well, but, but even the people who can't act—I mean, in some ways, that's just an act too. I mean, that is their act. yeah I mean part of the scene is for me anyway is realizing that for the most part the stuff that people think is their deepest most selfiest self you know is just an act that they (laughs) become attached to you know I mean personality traits and stuff like that that people think oh that's really that's just who I am that's the kind of person I am bullshit that's just their act you know, they've become attached to being a certain way. They're reacting a certain ways, And then they think that's who they really are when it's just part of their <laughs> act. <laughs> I have a, uh, a really terrible disorder. Well, I don't know what it's terrible, but boy, it, you know, it just drove me crazy growing up. Whenever somebody cried, and especially like, My own sister, in particular, yeah, I'd always just burst out laughing, and it was completely involuntary. (laughs) Oh man, it was completely involuntary. You must be her favorite, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh, it was. You know, it's just I still have that problem. Well, I don't know what it is. I, you know, I uh, maybe I'm just starting to realize that oh, it's just starting to make sense to me. But God, I, you know, just there were like a few instances in school where somebody'd start crying, you know, or you know they'd break their arm or whatever, and they'd just be crying. You know, if it was like really severe, I think the laughing would subside. And 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 again, this was all completely involuntary. I, I had a hard time controlling it. Huh. But um, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, yeah, I thought maybe. I well, I don't know. Yeah, it just. it yeah, maybe I thought maybe you might be able to relate to it. Or I've never really met someone who um, been well, able I've to relate. Laughing, to. I mean, I've had inappropriate laughing fits. I never forget one. One of them was a, a friend of mine in uh, high school was murdered by his girlfriend's father. And they actually closed the school for the day and the whole school went to the funeral. You know? And in the car on the way back there were about six of us in the car and we couldn't stop laughing. I mean, we were all just in <laughs> fucking hysterics about, you know, we're driving you know, I mean, actually no, it was on the way there, that's right, and so we're in the, the procession in the car. there's <laughs> like, or five. I don't remember how many, but we're all just fucking howling, laughing. We couldn't stop. <laughs> you know, somebody said something and then it just started and we, you know, and all the other people were looking at us. You know, we were just cracking up laughing. <laughs> stop. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you just reminded me of another one. Uh, me and Arthur were in this math class together in high school. And you know, it's just for whatever reason, like one of us would start laughing, and the other, the other, and I'd start laughing, and, and this happened a lot of times growing up. with uh, not just with Arthur, but other people, be- other people in the room were not laughing at all. We'd be trying so hard <laughs> not to laugh, but I mean, we'd just go hysterical. And I'd a- I, I yeah. actually think there were a few times where I had to walk out of the room, <laughs> and there was yeah. like no reason. You know, there might have been some little tiny thing, but um <laughs> Oh my god. I remember when I was a little kid, That's Embarrassing! Uh, I could get myself into a laughing fit. And I could actually instigate it. You know, I could just start laughing and I mean it didn't happen it didn't happen to I mean a few times and it was just for a short period, but I was really into it for, I don't know, I don't know, a couple of months, or I don't know how long, but, but in any case, I, I could just start laughing. and I had to force it in the beginning, but at a certain point, it would just take over, and I would be <laughs> hysterical, and I couldn't stop laughing, and it would go on for minutes, you know? I mean, it was great fun. I mean, I was doing it on purpose. But it was weird. I mean, I still, I mean, I hadn't thought about that actually in a long time. But, <laughs> uh, but I mean, I, I, and then I couldn't, and sometimes I could do it and sometimes I couldn't. Sometimes I'd try to do it and I'd start forcing myself to laugh and, I, and it wouldn't take off. You know, it just, i just quit and it would quit. But then once in a while it would, like I say, it would catch and, and I'd be gone. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I, I always found it like if there was somebody else there that sort of was, you know, caught on then it that would really oh, yeah, help. help. I would, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that. I mean, you know, at the end of it, you always feel so refreshed. I mean, when it's completely oh, you know, when it great. gets to the point yeah, where it yeah, takes but you over and calm it's down, just, yeah, yeah. After you calm down and and come back to your senses, it feels great. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. No, that that's yeah, that's that's an interesting one to think about. You know, um, yeah. I guess I just don't know what it, what. You know, I don't know shit about biology or well, no, anything yeah, like well, that. nobody shit? Nobody knows anything. <laughs> <Or maybe laughs> oh yeah, sure. Sure. yeah. But that's great. I love that. I mean, I always, uh, you know, I remember the uh, the last really good one I had. And uh, it was that last Skype cast where he kept getting kicked out and kicked out and kicked out like every Mm. 15 seconds. Yeah, oh yeah. I was just going hysterical, and finally my aunt (laughs) came up and said, "What's going on?" And I, I was just going crazy because I just kept getting kicked out, and like it would subside, and then I just start going again. And it wasn't really that funny, but for some reason, (laughs) it was to you. Oh man, (laughs) that just really had me going. Yeah, I love that, and that, you know, and, I, and it's like one of my friends. I it just drove him crazy because I, you know, I always hated going to the movie theater, and he liked going to the movie theater, so I'd go, and I always found myself laughing when nobody else long. in the theater yeah.
1: laughed. <laughs> I find yeah, things funny,
0: yeah, that nobody else would find funny, like you know, just. <sighs> You know the way a girl wipes her nose or something like that. It's not supposed to be necessarily funny. Yeah. But I find it funny, and and then he at the end of the movie. I mean, this guy just well, he was an agent of my evolution, but he would just harp on me for every little thing that I did. That you know, just. Oh, well, he probably everything, everything I did I'm was wrong. Quit taking you to the movies with him. <laughs> you know, We yeah. should just learn not take you to the movies. Yeah, well, that's the thing is he was full of shit because he actually used me as a way, as a, as a, you know, and when I finally realized this, I actually, you know, disembarked from him, but he would use me as a way of just getting out all his, you know, yaya's. I mean, he'd just, you know, tell me this way and no, Jason, and you're doing it wrong and,
1: and, uh,
0: (laughs) you know, because I was always an arrogant bastard. Um, Most people didn't want to hang out with me because I just... Yeah, it was just arrogant. Just my whole, the way I carried myself, just, it always came off as arrogant, completely arrogant. Yeah. My attitude, the way I do things that, I, you know, I would do like the most cold things. I'd be at a restaurant with a bunch of friends and I'd be like, no, I'm not ordering that. That's too expensive. You know, I, I never hesitated to do that kind of shit. So that drove people insane. So, I mean, you know, that, well, I don't know if that's a good order? example. What the fuck do they care what you order? <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah, I just I always I it's almost like I always it's not because I didn't even feel like paying for it. It's almost like I just wanted to make a point of being different, or you know, I I don't know yeah. what it was. I, I've done a lot of thinking about this because I always had a very weird social life, and I and I always had you know numerous friends, and it was never an issue of you know meeting people or, you know, seducing people to, to be with me. It's just, I loved, I just loved, I don't know what I'm saying, but it gave me a kick to just be yep. different or deviant or whatever it was. Yeah, I don't know. I have a really bad way of explaining myself, but, you know, I seem I'm to good. get it half the time, which bad. is just good. <laughs> Yes, I'm a punk kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just keep going, just keep keep struggling with it, and uh, you'll get better. Yeah. So What the hell are all these guests doing, just coming in and having no interest in this shit? Oh, I think that's probably pretty much like Skypecast, you know? At least they're coming and going. That's, you know, you can't, that's fine, you know? If they don't find it interesting, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would you? Are you? Dis, are you disappointed? I mean, I I don't know uh, what. Hmm. Yeah. No, I'm used. No, this is. No, I'm not disappointed at all. I've already on this since I've been doing stuff here. I've already met three or four interesting people that I didn't know before. Yeah. But you do have to invest your time and energy. You know, it's it's. No, do not it, really. It, it like, probably no, disappoints I, you on some level, no, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Really, no, because I don't have to give up anything. I'm sitting here. I just got my new science news. I was reading that. You know. Nobody comes in and talks. That's yeah. just all, all the better, really. <laughs> you know, because I just keep doing what I was doing. Yeah, a way to make me feel bad. <laughs>
1: It is. It is. I don't know.
0: I guess. I guess that whole two percent thing makes sense when you see that. But I just can't imagine myself. And I, you know, that's the problem. Is obviously I'm biased. But just. I don't know. It just blows me away. Well, then people would rather be watching, uh, you know, American Idol than listening to us go on about all this weird shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I
0: mean, you are, yeah. well, that shows you how young and naive you are still. You haven't figured out just how unconscious a planet you're living on. So do you, you, do you see, like, I mean, and I know that you said something along the lines of, um, I remember you saying that you don't try to evaluate the progress or something like that because it may just be your wishful thinking. But I get the feeling that over the last few years, since since you have uh, al- made me aware of this, I really wasn't aware of I never thought about the fact that there's a really good chance the world will be entirely different in five years, not to the level that I had since I entered your Skype cast. <clears throat> yeah. But over the last two years, I've I've observed things that just seem to be right in line with the sort of predictions that are kind of made here. Yeah, and not, not so. that not that it really matters, but oh, I think it does matter. Hell, that's what I'm doing here. <laughs> you know, I was trying to participate in that. Um, You know, but I'm, you know, like I say, I I can't get too attached to any particular results. I just do my part. That's all. You know, and how it plays out is just not my job. Yeah, it's... um... It's wonderful, though. Gosh, I just... I come in here because I hope that there's going to be somebody that, um, you know, the next... Well, there will. Maybe not this time. Maybe tomorrow afternoon or the day after or a week's... Like I say, I've already met two or three new people here. Yeah. And, um, I mean, that's as many as I met in Skypecast. I mean, really, there were... Well, you were responsible for how many of these guests? What, two of them or three of them? Or how many yeah, of these of guests? Them. Two, okay. So uh, there were ten. So that means there were eight and plus Dana Garrett. So there were nine other people came through here in the last hour and a half. So, I mean, maybe twice or three times that many would go through on a Skype cast, but none of them would even speak English probably. Mhm Wow, well, so, you know like I say i i don't I don't have any expectations if I can meet uh, one or two people a week or one person a week you know who, who's interesting and uh thinks this is an interesting topic, well, that's good enough i i'm so- i'm 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 convinced that this is gonna launch like you know a few months from now. And then that'd be great a few months from now, we'll look back at um you know ten or eleven guests and just laugh well maybe uh, maybe not, maybe longer than a couple months uh, and again, it doesn't i mean I, I think you're probably right, I think uh probably it will do better in the future, but i I don't know how fast or or how many you know yeah yeah, we'll well, that's exciting though I mean it, the inevitability it's sort of like there's an inevitability on some level, and um it's exciting. I know with my stickum thing i've already um, slowly watched things grow uh-huh I don't know, maybe it's just like planting a tree, you know, and uh takes a while for the roots to form and the tree to get out of the ground, and I don't know, whatever. Yeah, for a long time, it's all below the surface. You don't see anything, you know? Yeah. You don't even know if the seed died or if it's really going to sprout or not, no. you know? I'm so glad you told me about that uh, sunshine. Um, you know, it's like, ah, just um, looking for stuff like that. Um, sunshine, landmark education. Me. Oh, I mean, I'm in landmark education. <laughs> Sorry, I, for some reason in my head it was sunshine education, but landmark yeah. education. Yeah, all oh, that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's just so exciting to me. I don't know why, but uh, I love. Oh, well, kind of course of it should be. No, it should it's, be exciting. Doesn't have to, you. to do it. Yeah, yeah. It's so exciting when there's like. You know, and it's not like um writing, you know, a paper on the history of, you know, Europe <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. no no. No, this is about changing your life and your perceptions and your feelings and your intentions and uh, yeah. Real shit. I mean when I when I, I remember when I was in elementary school and the whole day all I could think about with lunch and recess, well, for the first half of the day. And then the second half of the day, all I could think about was, you know, getting out of school and playing dodgeball. That was <laughs> that was all I could think about, really. And I you know, it just drove me insane. Um and I and I knew I knew back then that um Everything that I was just sitting through was just a bunch of hogwash for the most part. You know, there were exceptions. I can't deny there were exceptions, but it's almost like I just, I I was wasting my time and I really didn't have too much control over it. No, you don't have any when you're a kid. You go to school because they tell you to, and that's that, you know. Yeah, but I love, I feel like now my chains are unlocked, and I love that, you know, on my completely own merit, I'm here. Doing yeah. exactly what I and like doing. And if you doing, want to learn you know, something, just, you can pursue your own education your own way. Yeah. I love it. I love that. Yeah, I, you know, it's, it's awesome. like I just feel so free, and um, it's awesome. I mean, I was this afternoon, I was looking at that meetup.com, which doesn't look all that interesting. But just to think... That there I am, you know, I mean, I'm kind of lucky. I've got my own car and I've got some money to do things, but. Yeah, um, yeah. You're in a yeah, best I can position, position you can talk possibly in. be in. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, it's awesome. And um, yeah. a lot of people have all the, all the tools that I have and then some, but they're not even aware that they have that power. No, they're at home watching TV. Yeah. You know, there was a, a, a cast five, on a, a room and... earlier. There was a room on earlier I went into it and they were talking about television, about new shows and you know, <laughs> whatever you know, whether it was a good episode or not, you know. And Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, I just hardly ever touch the T V these days. I mean ever since especially I mean, Skype Skypecasts I can't deny Skypecasts were one of the greatest evolutions in my in my enjoyment. Of this matrix here, I mean I mean
1: yeah. up until
0: Skypecast, yeah, things were cool, but once i re- you know that 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 seemed like a huge step a huge yeah that step. was a big big difference that really changed my life for sure, yeah, you know, Skypecast was uh, one of the major uh revelations in my life for sure Um, but ever since then uh, just you know I hardly. I mean, especially TV. I just hardly ever touch it. It's just amazing yeah. to me because, especially, I was never a huge TV watcher. But you know, it had a big role in my life here and there. Um, well, yeah. But there's, I don't see. I, you know, TV's fine. I mean, you know, I, you know, I, I've heard you give some negative feedback about the TV. You know, I don't know. It's there, and I, I don't really don't touch it that much. But um, gosh, you know, when I'm sitting down. And I'm relaxing. I'm just so excited to to get in here on the Matrix and just participate in all this activity. Yeah, you really. I don't know why you're not doing your own casts. (laughs) Well, I am, but I I find these a lot more interesting than mine. (laughs) Actually, I find that I get more out of this than anything else. Yeah. Okay. Well, so when I see your little little logo there, I get excited. Yeah. Maybe that's selfish with me, but whatever. <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. Listen, I um, uh, I mean it's time to end this. I got, I actually have other stuff I want to do before I go to sleep. So. Let's, okay. Uh, stop, and I'll be back tomorrow afternoon, regular time. So. Great. Okay. Oh, and I just so wanted we're... to say one quick thing. If you yeah. see my uh, my call in symbol, the last time I think you assumed I was I wanted to talk, and that doesn't I, I that doesn't no, mean. No, I know. I wanna... Yeah, I realize that. Yeah, you'll okay. you know how to ask for the mic if you want. Yeah, I, no, it makes sense to call in, and and then if you do want to say something, it's easy to say something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I I don't I don't have a problem. If I see you there, uh I I will assume you'll tell me what you want to talk about and ask for the mic like everybody else. Yeah. That's yeah, no, I, I just well, I just felt like telling you that because I generally just call it because it costs me nothing. So Yeah. I'd just like to have it there just in case. Yeah. Yeah. But that it's not yeah. as a lot matter of fact. He did in a lot says, I'm not available to talk. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I won't yeah. turn your mic on unless you actually ask. Well, hell, even if you do ask for it, I probably won't even notice it. So. Yeah. Well, no, you can turn it on. I just, a lot, what I do actually is I mute Well, no, I'm I not going to turn it on. No, that's exactly the point. I'm not going to turn it on until you ask. You know, if you want to talk, you know how to ask for the mic. Otherwise, I'm not going to turn it on. Yeah. And, and Or if I do, I'll ask you if, if I can turn it on. If I want to talk to you, I'll message you first. Oh, this is cool. Have you ever seen this Dorothy Gale character? Nope. Interesting. She got bored just, and left. Well, they're interesting because her overview says just seeking truth. Oh, that would have been interesting. Oh, well, I'm sure she'll come back if she's that interested. Yeah
1: yeah sure yeah okay nope. well, All have right. a good Not evening okay.
0: bye with lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry